podcast. This is Rick Words, founder and president of Faithful Father. Obviously, a man, a husband, and also a pastor. Fathering, you're being a faithful father by prioritizing your physical presence, being engaged emotionally, and leading spiritually by example. Uh, this uh, podcast series is building on the fact that uh, Father's Day is a hallmark holiday. Uh, our job as dads is to step up. We call this Father's Day Month, uh, but we uh, actually are uh, responsible as dads uh, 24-7, 365 days a year. We have to step into this role. So, uh, But we do use this month as kind of a catalyst to encourage you and equip you on the journey. And uh, here in the podcast with me today is Mr. Otto Kelly. Otto, blessing to have you here. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you so much for having me, sir. Otto is uh, 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 he's a dad, a husband and father, and uh, uh, he's also a pastor and founder of Daddy Academy. So uh, we're just talking about Father's Day month, and, and here in this session I want to talk a little bit how uh, we honor our father yeah. and our mother. It is a command, isn't yes, it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That, uh, that commandment falls in the middle, you know, it says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise mm -hmm. that it may go well with you, that you may enjoy long life on the earth. And this, this is actually uh, Ephesians passage that was a restatement of the commandment in Exodus uh, 2012. Now, it's interesting that that commandment falls in the middle mm -hmm. <laughs> of, the ten, of the ten. Right. What, what's your perspective on that? And uh, why is that? Why do you see that? Why would, why would you be told right in the middle of all this stuff? that you're supposed to honor your well, father and mother. You know, I think, I think, you know, I think it's foundational. Mm -hmm. Whichever direction you go, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's foundational. And it's, it's, it's remembering the importance of, you know, respect. Mm -hmm. It's remembering, because, you know, you have, you have the, the first commandments that have to do with, like, uh, God. And, and then you had the second one that had to do with relationship with, the, with each other. And so right in the middle of that, Mm. You know, you have you have uh, the the, uh, the honor your father and mother, and it's going to go well with you when you do. Mm -hmm. So I think I think it's just a foundational thing. Mm -hmm. you know, I really do, um, and I think that's you know God is is, is just wonderfully, uh, powerfully clever when it comes to things like that. So you know, I, I, I he's think, a pretty smart guy. I, I think he's yeah. I think, I think he'll create the universe. I think you're okay. How was your relationship with your dad during those formative years, and and was it just natural for you to honor your father? You know, um, again, Pops died when I was in middle school, but yeah, um, his, uh, his behavior uh, really warranted uh, respect and honor. Um, you know, we, 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 again, we would visually see mm -hmm. um, him being willing to do what it took in order to provide for his family, not just mm -hmm. monetarily, but mm -hmm. emotionally and, and, and mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, he spoke life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it, which was which was really good, uh, and and you know as as we're talking about this, you know things come up, and, and I don't think I haven't thought about it in a long time, but uh, how he was really protective, mm -hmm. and as a result of that, I couldn't help but to honor him. Mm -hmm. You know, it just it just um, it just came natural. That's good. You know? That's uh, that's a wonderful example. You know that you had that kind of a dad and mom that you know it it, it helps if they're honorable, but yeah. the but the commandment doesn't say that, does it? No, it just sir. says that we're, we're to honor them however they are. You right. know, right. Uh, in my story, I left home at 13 and didn't talk to dad for 15 years. Wow. I had done everything I could do to dishonor him mm. <laughs> and mm. had no use for it. Wow. Uh, but as we uh, had the opportunity, uh, when I realized finally that I had a daughter, that now I had 
catch something in common with dad, mm-hmm. which I didn't want, but mm-hmm. we were both dads. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had the opportunity to meet and I had, uh, I came to the realization that uh, if I had been flying Hellcats, uh, uh, you know, Hellcats off of an aircraft carrier in the South Pacific in World War II, I might not have been able to, yeah. when I was a 20, yeah. uh, I may not have been able to turn away from the alcohol either. Mm-hmm. So I, right. I came to him and I just said, uh, Obviously, I've judged a man I have no right to judge. That's so good. And uh, will you forgive me? And That's he good. forgave me. Now, uh, would I have liked to, him to ask forgiveness for all the all the abuse over the years uh, that we had as young as in our house was a violent alcoholic home? Uh, but it wasn't about him, was it? Mm-hmm. It was about you know our command is to honor. Right. And and I'm convinced that there's generational, just like we talked about when you're in the birthing room and you see that miracle, there's a spiritual healing. I'm convinced that that opened the door for a relationship with my kids that wouldn't have been possible had I not honored. And I thought that was an interesting perspective because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the Ten Commandments, Jesus summed up as uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second commandment is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Someone could read that and say, well, that that middle commandment wasn't important. Mm -hmm. What are you? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, it's, 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 it's interesting to me because when he said, you know, love the Lord your, your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, you know, you know we, we're under the assumption that love is based on emotion. It's not based on emotion. It's, it's, it's an act of the will. You can, you know, you can choose to love somebody. You know, like, you know, you know what I mean? You mean it didn't, doesn't have to feel good all the time? <laughs> well, you know, God so loved the world and gave his son. That didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus on that cross didn't feel good, but I tell you what, man, his love demonstrated how much. You know, his, was it Gary, Gary Chapman says a tingly phase of love might uh, last two weeks and might last maybe. two years. <laughs> maybe, uh, but, you know, I, I, and I, I think that's 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 key to remember mm-hmm. that you know we can't we can't uh, command an emotion, mm-hmm. but we but we can uh, you know choose to love. Mm-hmm. You know, despite what that person says or don't say or do or don't do, we, we still can choose to love. Mm. You know, I was I was angry when my dad died, you know, mm. even though, you know, I knew he had nothing to do with it. But still, I was I was abandoned. Sure. And so I was still angry with him. Mm-hmm. And so I had to I had to recognize and had to speak to that. Hey, you know, I, I, I forgive you for leaving. Mm. You know, I mean, I mean, you're a Superman to me. And how in the world could you let something like cancer stop you from being here? Mm. And uh, now, I'm, you know, 13 years old. So, it's, you know. Um, that's just the, the maturity that I had at that age. But, um, but as I, again, look back and recognize all the things that he dealt with and put up with and still was able to convey um, the absolute um, love that he had for us. Um, and, and I can't help but do to, to uh, convey that same type of honor to my sons. Sure. Hey, your, your grandfather was like this. You never met him, but he was like this. Mm. And I can see things in you that are like that. You know, mm-hmm. the uncompromising mm-hmm. and that kind of mm-hmm. thing, and and so yeah, I uh, I think it's so important to yeah. to, to honor. Well, I think uh, you know Jesus, uh, he he was the bridge. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. you know, and, and and some people like to look at the Old Testament that way too. That the in the middle commandment in Exodus twenty is a is a bridge between mm-hmm. the spiritual relationship with God and the physical relationship with everybody else in the in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus came in, and he was that bridge mm-hmm. between the heavenly Father yeah. and us. Yeah. And and so when he came to that middle commandment for him he was that he mm-hmm. he was a middle command he 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 glorified his father he pointed to his father yeah. in everything that he did right. and, and that sounds like what you've done too is in, in raising your sons you would point to your father mm-hmm. 
mm. and say they had something he had yeah. you have some of his qualities right. well how else did you build on the legacy of your dad that you knew uh, growing up you know we uh, when my as a church in uh, in uh, Reno we partook of uh, manhood ceremonies um, and what we did was is we had them go through um, the uh, major event curriculum with Dr. Edwin Lewis mm -hmm. Cole. It's like uh, six books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, but during that process of time, uh, once they're done, then we have men who are um, in their life to come and to gather and to uh, kind of, you know, speak, to, speak into their lives. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I um, talked to my son about regarding, you know, his personality, both of them really, um, is that how powerful your grandfather was, that he was uncompromising in um, a atmosphere that was hostile in some areas when it came to, to Jim Crow and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, bigotry and se separation sure. and how he stood his ground right. and uh, in the midst of all that. Mm -hmm. And um, so um, explaining to my sons that they, um, they, they have partaken of that legacy. Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've watched you. Mm -hmm. You know, as you grew up, you know, uh, be nice to the uncool kids at school. Mm -hmm. I've watched you, you know, uh, uh, move out of the way and let somebody else go first. I've mm -hmm. watched that. Mm -hmm. And so um, um, it was, it's, it's funny because it was a dual uh, honoring. Mm -hmm. I honor my sons, but at the same time, the reason why I'm able to do that it's because of the honor that um, mm -hmm. your grandfather left. <coughs> yeah, sorry. And the same way, uh, getting all I, choky here. <coughs> I think of uh, uh, you know the Kendrick brothers put out a documentary a couple years ago. I don't know if you've seen it called "Show Me the Father." Yeah. And uh, and there, the question is, are we pointing the way to the heavenly Father mm -hmm. as well? So mm -hmm. when you pointed to your dad, are you also pointing to what the heavenly Father's mm -hmm. example would be uh, discussing as well? How oh did my you, gosh! You yeah, man, you have, you're asking some good questions, my friend. I like, uh, you know, my, my favorite passage of scripture, probably uh, one, of the, one of the top five, is uh, in Matthew 3 when Jesus comes out of the water. Mm -hmm. And the Father tells him those three things. I love you. You're my son. I'm pleased with you. I just love you. And then from that identity, what did he do? He was led by the Spirit into the desert and just beat the snot out of the devil. And uh, what's interesting is the first thing that the enemy comes after to Jesus was his identity. If mm -hmm. you are the Son of God. If you are the Son of God. And uh, the reason why I bring that up is because um, with my sons, um, uh, from, from a Heavenly Father perspective, he's identified you. Mm -hmm. You know, his, you're, you're his son and he loves you. Mm -hmm. Now, he utilized me as a biological uh, instrument to get you here. Mm -hmm. But when the smoke clears, you're his son. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I have a, the wonderful privilege of um, allowing submitting myself to him so that he can be your father through me. Mm -hmm. But for the, when the smoke lives, he's your father. Mm -hmm. um, them learning that at an early age, um, that um, in, in Psalm what, uh, 139, it talks about, uh, yeah, I knitted you together in your mother's womb, and that kind of thing. Um, they, they understood at a larger level that God, with uh, intention and with purpose, specifically allowed them to be his son. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so from that perspective, uh, my sons are able to view God as, uh, as their father. Right. Fantastic. Well, that's uh, exactly it. That's, that's the whole idea that we're, as we point to the father, then they have, they understand that, you, you know, we're going to fall short. Yep. But, you know, that's why I was told men in general is that whether you had a great dad or never knew your dad, 
the Heavenly Father is completely yeah. able to step in and uh, be your dad. Right. And so how, how we live into that and, uh, and point our kids to that has everything to do yeah. with uh, the grounding so that we true. have. So uh, when I say uh, I, I always want to give dad some tips leading up to Father's Day, and that is to invite your dad to breakfast or lunch and ask about challenges he faced in raising you. In other words, how big a pain in the tail were you? <laughs> <laughs> if, he's, if he's not alive or accessible, then ask a, generation, a gentleman in the church that's from that same generation as your dad mm. and uh, and ask about challenges he faced in raising his kids mm. have you ever done that with uh yeah I've, uh, I've given this assignment to some dads and uh, and they call their dad and they said what's up son <laughs> <laughs> so no dad i'm buying lunch uh, <laughs> but what do you want son yeah <laughs> that's so funny it's a um, it's a uh, uh, father figure that uh, to this day he's still you know we still connect i haven't talked to him in a couple months but um, when I, last time I went to Reno, I uh, had the privilege of staying with him and, and, his, and, his, and, his, bri and his wife. And uh, he's, I think he's in his early, early 80s. And uh, I just, I, you know, because I'd never really had this conversation with them. And what was it like, dude, growing up? I mean, what was, what was it like? And they begin to, both of them together, begin to talk about mm. things. And I would ask him just different things. I said, you know, the, the, unfortunately, we see. This, uh, this polarization of races and this and that. I mean, you, know, you guys were in the, you know, grew, grew up in the 50s and 40s. What, what was it like? And, uh, and the main thing that they said is that, you know what, especially um, uh, the, the, the father figure, he said, man, people are people. You know, and I mean, people are people. And, 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 you know, no matter their background, they're still people. And I didn't see, you know, I, I saw color, but I didn't see color. I mean, color blindness is a, is a defect. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you know, it's not that I didn't see it; I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't categorize them in that area. Yeah, yeah. And when he talked about that, you know, it you know it really helped me see what it was like raising kids at that uh, at that um, stage of life or mm -hmm. that that era. Mm -hmm. And it was just powerful for me. Mm -hmm. It really, yeah. And so, so unbeknownst to me, uh, not even knowing I was going to be on this on this podcast. You know, I did that several months ago. So yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Well, that uh, you know, those are the things that uh, that we we catch when we get to see a little bit. So nothing really changes. You yeah. know, uh, it's it, it it's uh, you know, it's all uh, as as Solomon said. You know, it's all the mist in the wind anyway. I mean, yeah. it's dust in the wind, as as the group Kansas used mm -hmm. to say. But uh, it it. it it's the same today as it always has been. There's nothing changed. It always stirs up. Even uh, I was reading the Gospel of, uh, 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 no, it's actually in uh, in Acts, reading about uh, Paul. That uh, you know they they found a couple of ruffians in a group to stir up the crowd, mm -hmm. and then they got to turn around, and all of a sudden Paul was being stoned. Yeah. Right. So it all it takes is a couple, yep. and and they they get that perception and what have you. But mm. to be able to see people as people, I've uh, you know to realize there's good people everywhere, yeah. and uh, we just have to. You can't group, you can't generalize, you got to be careful. Yeah. So uh, that's that's powerful. Now, uh, the other thing is to write a letter of thanks or tribute to your dad and read it in person to him if possible. If your father's passed or is not accessible, read the letter to your kids uh, in honor of him. Have you ever uh, done that for, you, for your dad? Uh, not with my kids. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I've, I've, I've done it. In my quiet time, you've gotten your emotions yeah. out by right now. Yeah, in my quiet time with God, because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to know if it was okay, so I asked Father God, "Can I, you know, do this?" And uh, I, I, I had to had to picture my dad uh, uh, 
different from when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. But I'm a grown man now, mm-hmm. and I and I mm-hmm. would wonder what he would think about me, mm-hmm. what type of man he thought that I that I grew up to be. Mm-hmm. And so I, I talked to him like that, mm. um, you know. And I don't know if the Lord allowed me to, you know, have him be in this conversation. I don't know, but but the the, the point is, is that um, I did have an opportunity. To have a, a, a have a conversation with him, um, even though even, even though it may have been in my mind, mm-hmm. but the conversation was that you know uh, I could see what he would think about me mm-hmm. because you know I have his DNA, so I can have an idea of what he would think about me, mm-hmm. and so because of that, I, I, I saw not, heard nothing but encouragement. Mm-hmm. Proud of you, you know you've done you've done good. You know mm-hmm. you finished school. You you know you were able to touch the pros and you know that kind of thing. I, I could hear that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I think again, um, this would be, I would I would recommend to this to any man, uh, to to um, to have that conversation. Right, right. It helps. Right. It helps. Well, and you can claim that presence through the again the heavenly Father mm-hmm. is there to mm-hmm. intercede. So mm-hmm. you know when when he blessed his son coming up out of the water there, it armed his son for that ministry, yeah. particularly to go up and kick some devil tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also at the transfiguration, yeah. he armed him for arguably, the, not arguably, mm. but the most difficult time of his ministry yes, to uh, go all the way to the cross. Mm. So uh, that empowerment, that connection with the Father, be it a spiritual connection or a physical connection, mm. is empowering for a man. And that's I think good, that's, right? that's very powerful. So that, uh, that's good. And so and the last one is to commit to growing in your walk as a father by participating or leading in a faith fathering study we mentioned this mm-hmm. last session again a dad's armor is uh, is uh, accessible online uh, the uh, uh, the idea of of, of, of initiating these three tips of, uh, of meeting with your dad or a father figure or a representative of writing a letter and then finally committing yourself to grow mm. uh, what are your thoughts how would you encourage a dad to embrace uh, these three tips to truly honor your father so I think it's so important I think you know what you're what you're doing and, uh, and, and, and reaching out and doing it this way I think is so remarkably important because if there's not, and you know, <laughs> you know who we are as men. If we don't have, you know, the the the, uh, the tools to do it, or if we don't have a, a way in which we can see it done, we usually will kind of keep our distance. But because you've gave, you've given us a clear path of what to do, you've given the clear instructions. Um, I, I think that in itself is extremely beneficial. So I would I would really recommend uh, that men would would partake of what you're doing. And the reason why I say that is because nine times out of ten, we're, we're, we're just as men, we'll find ways to ignore what's good for us, mm-hmm. in, in in thinking that we're making things better for other better for other people. In other words, we'll go and work the sixteen hours a week or sixteen hours a day. We'll do that because we know it's gonna. Well, you have to take care of you mm-hmm. in order to be mm-hmm. the best for them. Mm-hmm. So I think these things are helping him be the best for him, so that he can be the best. So I would I would strongly recommend that men would take take the thing that you're talking about, the things that you're Okay. Really offering them. I really do. I really, right. I really, I'm not saying it to be saying it. I really right. do believe, believe Well, it. you've heard it from Otto there. That is, uh, it's your intentionality, men, that is all about uh, uh, becoming the father that you're called to be. So with that intentionality, I challenge you to take on these three deals, uh, meet with your dad or a man of that generation to talk about how, uh, how tough it was to raise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, write that letter to your dad. Mm-hmm. And Excellent. whether he's alive or not, just read it to your kids. Uh, and as Otto suggested, you kind of work through 
through some emotions through oh. that whole process when you actually write something down, don't awesome. you? So that, and then finally, commit to uh, taking on a study. Again, you can go to faithfulfathering.org, hit the For Dads button. You can access any of our, the three studies are available right now and uh, uh, download a PDF uh, or, and you can watch video teaching of each of the sessions there as well. So it's easy to access and encourage you to uh, embrace that to the full. And so Otto, thank you again for your candidness and your oh willingness to share. It's thank a blessing God. to have uh, you here. This blesses me, man. Thank you so much. And thank you for doing this, bro, seriously. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's uh, he's giving you a good example of the dad you're called to be and the dad that the next generation needs to see. God bless 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 God